0: Hi everyone, Sam here. I wanted to let you know about something that you may not know about this podcast. I have set up a supporter page for listeners to show their support in different ways other than sharing and reviewing the platform. It's called Buy Me A Coffee and what that allows supporters to do is to donate to the podcast. As many of you know, this podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Stitcher and lots of other platforms as well. And there is no paywall attached to it. Now, to get our amazing guests on, it does require a lot of work and I know that so many people appreciate it. So if you are interested in donating to the podcast, please head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash CritCastPod. Thanks again for your support and enjoy the episode. Hi everyone. Welcome back to Crit Cast Pod. This is the podcast that offers the personal side behind the persona of world-leading athletes and performers. I'm your host Sam Crick and this week we are doing the Road to Euros series. We've got another very special guest. Please welcome Jamie Webb. Jamie, good afternoon. How are you?
1: afternoon very good thank you how are you
0: I'm very good mate I'm very good Uh we are well on our way um in this series we had five episodes out on Monday so quick turnaround but these short sharp interviews are gaining traction um, and interest from our listeners which is fantastic I just wanted to get you on to to ask you you know a few questions and about the build-up really to these championships and it's the championships that you've had some success in in the past um, and hopefully looking to do that once again just maybe let's just go back to the last European champs and you know how did you prepare for that and what were your
1: expectations going into it? Um, I mean obviously very different I came into the last champs I think I was ranked somewhere like 12th, 13th, 14th on time that year I'd I went in. You obviously expect yourself to try and perform um, at the highest level, but I kind of went in that if I'd got through the heats, that was probably what all the people were expected of me. So it was a very different pressure. It was just one where I expected myself to perform, and and once I got through the heats, it was kind of just go and run, you know. There was no, there was no, I guess no one else expected anything. Um, but yeah, so th- this time's going to be a bit different. I, I go into it with the fastest time on paper. I mean, I guess I'll say I expect myself to get a medal at least I, I want to do one better than last time so yeah it's a different pressure but I'm feeling ready for it and I've prepared well I mean everything's gone as well as I feel it could have so yeah I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah and obviously you guys running an exceptionally fast time um, indoors that 1445 so you know what has changed in the last couple of months or maybe this whole period in the last year that has Prepared you so well to run so fast indoors and and get you ready um, for these champs.
1: To be honest, I've taken a I obviously I missed last summer um, through injury. So I off the back of I'll go back to off the back of World Champs in Doha. Started I had a few weeks off. Started winter. Picked up an Achilles injury, which sort of saw me out till December. And then tried to come back because obviously it was Olympic year, hopped a few indoor races last year, which I shouldn't have done just because I wasn't very fit. And then kind of rushed everything a little bit and ended up in, in short, I sort of fractured my femur, stress fracture in that, and then slightly torn quad in april and just decided it was kind of coincided with the olympics being cancelled so i decided right let's just get healthy get fit and i think that kind of changed my viewpoint a little bit to being a bit more progressive in my training a bit more working hard when i need to work hard and backing off at other times Um, so i've taken a slightly different training's not changed that much this year but i've probably taken a very different approach to it with my recovery and not every run has to be hard sort of approach and yeah, I've just had a really solid, to be honest, I started jogging again back in July. I got a couple of months jogging in before I started winter in September and I started winter probably the best place I've been in. Um, and I just was really progressive from September to December. And obviously with the experience of competing at a higher level in 2019, I think that just helped me really believe I could compete at that level once so I got a few races and sessions in in Poland. We just went for it and it paid off. <laughs>
0: Nice. Absolutely. It definitely paid off. And, you know, how, how important is it to, to get those um, that, that hard block of training in? Because, you know, I mean, lots of people have had sort of a lack of races, actually. So does it help with with actually less races to focus on those specific ones? Um, or would you have preferred to have a few more races
1: coming into the Champs? I think I was pretty lucky. I have ended up getting all the races I kind of wanted. My agent was very good in, in getting me into sort of organizing last minute. A lot of things were last minute but I think I kind of took a punt that I'd be able to get to America and box off New York and I managed that yeah I was just my first three races I kind of came out as like look I'm finishing so strong I just need to I just need to go for it you know and kind of run it like a 600 and see what happens and yeah, yeah fantastic as well, I said, it's,
0: it's, it's really exciting um to you know not only have you on the team but then you know real chance of a medal and you you know you said yourself there you're going to try and do the same as the last Euros, or if not better, and um, and with uh, Elliot Giles dropping out, his reason was because he's focusing on the Olympics. Does that sort of ease the pressure on you, or does it actually add a bit more weight on your shoulders in terms of getting those medals?
1: I mean, to be honest, I think I think if you spoke to most people, they were they were excited about, from what I've heard, excited about seeing us one face off against each other again, but kind of go for a one-two. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it is it doesn't affect me that much. You've still got to race everyone who's there and there was always going to be a race off, I guess, technically on paper, it makes it a slightly weaker field. Um, but there's still, you've still got like boss in there who's, He's like world champion yeah, in world 2017. Champ, You've yeah. got two crew, two crew came third at the world champs in 2019. You've got Adam Kajot, who's I think he's won two world indoor titles and he's actually defending world indoor champion on home soil. So I think to say to like it's probably one of the strongest European indoor fields that there's been in a long time. So yeah, it's I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I guess there's always a pressure anyway, and with Elliot in you know, or without Elliot, I still expected myself to be challenging to win. So it only it doesn't change things too much, I don't think.
0: Fantastic. Um, and what is the process from now until um, the championships, until the race for your prep? Give us a bit of an insight into what you're going to do to prepare yourself in the best way possible.
1: Well, yeah, I got I got a light session in about an hour and a half. Um, yeah, just just a bit of a just a bit of a roll out session, race pace, but nothing hard. And then just travel tomorrow. To be honest, we got um we fly at twelve o'clock. Um, so I just travel down to Luton. Um, do a jog when I get there, probably a bit of physio, and then I run out on the track on Thursday, similar to before Poland, just go through my warm-up and then into the comp on Friday. I mean, all the hard work's done now. That can do more harm than good. So, and yeah, that's kind of how I view it. Don't do too much and you'll be fine. Good stuff, mate.
0: Well, it's, it's very exciting. And uh, apart from the 800 metres that you're obviously going to be competing in, um, are there any events... Uh, specifically that you're looking out for? I guess, you know, as, as most a- athletes are, they're fans of the sport as well. And, and with the talent that we've got in, in Britain at the moment, there must be a few of uh, the events that you might be looking out for to, to support as
1: well. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty full team across the board and we're going to have people in every event, Put me on the spot, I'm just thinking. But <laughs> yeah, um, like, uh, from, from an athletics fan perspective, I'm actually really looking forward forward to the men's pole vault, where you have got Duplantis and Leventer-Lee. I think that's going to be one of the highlights of the whole comp. But obviously, that's that's not got a British feature, um, <laughs> but yeah, I get it. the women's pole vault. We've got Holly Brasher as well. I love the pole vault. I think it's great. But yeah, just just thinking through, I think I think the, the beauty of the Europeans is you get the odd standout, but I think everyone's in with a shout of a medal in nearly every event. Even the people who aren't quite ranked there, like what I did a few years ago, like everyone can go in with a shout. I think. The women's 800, again being biased, the women's 800 is so wide open. We got some real youngsters in there, and yeah, that'll be a really interesting one to watch um, tactically, how people sort of handle it. Because like Keely Hutchinson obviously ran a ridiculously quick time, but then yeah, tactical racing is always different. So I think I think I think it's going to be great racing across the board, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's going to be exciting for us spectators over on British Soul and, and watching you guys, you know, compete to the highest level. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. And Jamie, thanks very much for getting involved. If uh, people want to follow you on social media, a bit more of the build up, where can
1: they find you? Uh, Jamie Webb eight hundred uh, on Instagram and I think on Twitter as well. Exactly the same.
0: Fantastic, mate. Well, thanks so much for for getting involved and um, for the listeners. Please rate and review this podcast uh, and join us on the other episodes for the road to Euros.